This is a Fubar Radio podcast. If you need any more information, head to fubarradio.com. Film this with Sean Walsh and Mark Simmons. Hello, you are listening to the Film Ish Show. I'm, of course, Sean Walsh, joined, as always, by Mark Simmons. I'm here. And we are particularly, our regulars will know, we're hungover from our lunchtime chicken. My eyes are really, really tired. Just have a coffee! Have no, some of my I'm coffee! Not, no, I'm not having a coffee. Right, OK, well, then we'll It'll crack give on. give me a panic attack. That would be great radio. It will not be great radio. It would be great for me. Oh. So coming up on the show, we've got <laughs> movie news. <laughs> no movie news. Oh, Jesus. Sorry. Got movie news. That'll movie, be followed by Mark news. Simmons' DVD review. DVD, DVD review. review. <laughs> then we'll... Uh, am I meant to be making a noise, are I? Yes! For God's sake! <laughs> then it's... Uh, well, it's movie pitch <laughs> with Danny Ward. <laughs> then we'll be looking at the box office. <laughs> UK box office top three. <laughs> I'll finish off <laughs> with an interview <laughs> with our special... <laughs> very special <laughs> Guest. What are you doing? Stop doing that. Our very special guest, Brennan O'Connor, who will be talking to us about uh, his new film that's coming out, The Bromley Boys. He's in it. Is it your film if you're in it? Yeah. All right, his new film. Yeah. The Bromley yeah, Boys. If it was Liam Neeson, you go, his new film. Yes, correct. Yeah. True. How are you? You well? Yeah, Wait, I know you're not yeah, well. No, you're I am mess. well. I'm just tired. I've got a tea, and I, I know that will make me feel better, but it's too hot, so I can't drink it yet. Right. So. Okay. <laughs> So do you want us to wait now? for you to finish that? No. Well, start it. I feel a bit ropey. Oh, catching up, we have to catch up first, don't we? Well, I just I feel a, a bit ropey, not just because of the chicken, but because I've been to Ireland uh, for yeah, four yeah. days on a sort of lads, lads trip. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How was that? Oh, yeah. There's no way you and your lads are like that. You're not like proper lads. No, I know, it's ironic. Yeah. We call it the ultimate lads fest. I oh, do. Yeah. So on Boxing Day every year uh, me and my friends meet up at the pub when yeah, it opens and you're not allowed to leave until it shuts and that's called Ultimate Lads Fest is that Wagon and Horses? no no where do you go for that? I oh, don't tell anyone because they might come as well yeah well we had to change pub because the pub we were doing it shut down why is that? actually it shut down sorry it just closed they weren't making enough money on <laughs> Boxing is, Day that is shut uh, down Oh no! It just doesn't just on the box. day. Oh god! Hang on, they got this they got four much. people in there spending money all day, and they can't afford to open. But on they didn't. Day. Know, what, what, do you know what happened? Used to happen. Basically, got new owners. But before the new owners, they would the book our table a year in advance, and we'd turn up, and our names would all be there, ready. Really? We only met up at this pub once a year on Ultimate Lads Fest. Oh, that's nice. So this was three of the Ultimate Lads because normally there's six of us. It was three of the Ultimate Lads. Can I guess? Oh, yeah. Crazy Dave? No, he's not one of the ultimate lads, actually. Because I think he is a lad. Oh, he's a proper one. Yeah. Barbecue Pete? Barbecue Pete, yeah. He was there? Yeah, Barbecue Pete was there. Barbecue Pete, for <laughs> anyone that doesn't know, it's called Barbecue Pete because once upon a time, uh, me and my friend Robin <laughs> called him up to see if he wanted to go to the pub and he said I was thinking of having a barbecue. And we laughed at him and said, look, just get to the pub, you prick. And then he came to the <laughs> pub and we went, oh, look, it's Barbecue Pete. And that stuck. Yeah, you never had a barbecue. What about Randy Robin? Robin doesn't have a nickname, but Robin was there. Does he have a nickname? So it's me, Robin, a barbecue Pete. Robin is. Can you say that he's. A friend? The, on the Insta? So uh, I do this thing no. on Instagram oh, where I do. post okay. photos of Robin. He's not on social media. He doesn't know that I'm posting pictures of him. So funny. And, and that's, that's him, it's Robin. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not feeling great, is basically what I'm saying. Ah, either way. Barbecue Pete was so drunk. <laughs> on Saturday and by the way this is not drinking responsibly I do not condone this sort of behaviour he was so drunk yeah. that uh, he left uh, this pub right? and he got home to the hotel <laughs> Airbnb he realised 
he had put on the wrong jacket and he was wearing a little girl's leather jacket. <laughs> His jacket wasn't even a leather jacket. He literally oh picked God. up this little, it could barely fit. And the guy said, what's this? What's the hell is this? And do you know what you know with him? So as well, she never got that coat back. So who's got his coat? She's got his coat. Well, only if she took his. It was just... Yeah. I think it was stolen, actually. Did you not walk back with him? Me and Robin didn't, know. Oh, right. We lost oh, him. Why was he on his own? We lost him. What do you mean you lost him? Well, we went up for a cigarette. Then everyone got kicked out. Oh, There's two floors. That's funny. <laughs> Has he still got the jacket? Did he no, keep it? Do you know what he did? What did he do? He left it outside of the street on a window ledge, right? But he folded it. <laughs> 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 there you go so yeah not feeling my best no well I think you, yeah I mean either but T's probably going to be alright now oh my god mate energy Radio. what are you doing oh. okay. come on right movie news movie news the big news it's big a, news it's just broken broken news that's better Billy D. Williams Billy D. Billy D. Williams Williams Billy D. Williams it's been confirmed no, it's going to is. be you don't know who that is no Billy D. Williams plays Lando in Star Wars. I've got the t-shirt. Exactly. What? No, that's Donald Glover, who's playing yeah. the, him in the prequel. No, the, the original from Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Hang on. Oh. So he's old. So he's old. The guy yeah. from Rocky. No. Okay, him, yeah. No, that's a different actor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I thought he was that's in Star Wars. That's embarrassing, isn't it? Oh, no. You've gone red very quickly. <laughs> your skin. I'm tired. Your, your skin that matches your hair. Oh. Your red ginger hair. Yeah, so uh, Billy D. Williams confirmed. Can we cut that out? For episode- no, absolutely not. No way. I'm really excited about that. Well, hang on, so what's he in? Oh, for f- what's, no! he, what's he in? Wake the f- What's he in? What, what's the news? Billy D. Williams yeah, no, yeah, from Empire Strikes yes, Back is now going to be in episode nine of Star Wars. Uh, that's great. <laughs> when did we last see him? Return of the Jedi. Yeah, yeah, but what happened? He didn't die. So no, what? he just helped defeat that the the, the Death Star. Do you think he, Death Do you think Star. he's in it? Because obviously they got no one left from that original lot. Other but than Chewbacca. Also, Donald Glover's character was a big highlight of the Solo films, so and yeah. they thought I'd get the character back. Mm. Oh, he's a great character. Looking forward to seeing it. What, what are you laughing at? Just how stupid I am. Yeah, you should be. <laughs> right, in other news, got it here. So, Russell Crowe was not happy with being asked to audition for Deadpool 2. Listen to the news. Crowe, who is famously known, I didn't know this, known for not reading for any of his roles, was asked to read for the part of Cable yeah. by creator Rob Layfeld, who subsequently regretted the move. Layfield said he tweeted him before he went to bed, but didn't think he'd get a reply. He said, hey, Russell, you should read for Cable. He said when he woke up, he got yelled at by his manager and was told Russell doesn't read for parts, and he had insulted him. What do you think about that? What do you mean? Go on. If you were, if you were asked <laughs> to audition for Cable in Deadpool 2. By the way, Cable is the bad guy. Yeah, I know, yeah. 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 Oh, but you're telling the listeners. Yeah. Played by... The guy from Goonies. Yeah. Is that the right actor? <laughs> yes, it is the right actor. I'm so tired. It's just unbelievable. <laughs> Josh Brolin, great actor. Who, by the way, little connection here, hates Russell Crowe. Really? Yeah. How do you know that? Can't remember how I know that. But they were in a film together and really didn't get on. Oh, really? That's Yeah, Russell Crowe and... We'll find out what film I would imagine Russell Crowe can be quite and... tough to deal with. I reckon he could be... If he gets the arse, I reckon he could be a bit... I was at a press marked. screening with Russell Crowe. And uh, what happened? Well, I told you about this. He, um, uh, it oh, was we got f- up into the speech. Yeah, it was really funny. It was, uh, it was the press screening for... Oh, what do you call it? The Good Guys. 
The good guys? Mm. Nice guys. Nice guys, yeah. Well, that was oh, my favourite film. Of the year. Got something right. Absolutely incredible. Russell Crowe and yeah. Ryan Reynolds. Gosling. Gosling. Jesus <laughs> Come on. That's actually made up for that thing I said earlier so, now because uh, I've got those two mixed up. Uh, I think uh, the, the producer, oh, sorry, the director, Shane Black, and the writer was saying, like, you know, thank you uh, for coming. The press have always been really nice to me in this country. And then he passed the microphone the, to Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe, right? Yeah. Oh, that's just like cut on the chase. I don't like you as much as you don't like me. <laughs> <laughs> I know I like you about as much as you like me. Yeah. That was it. Great. Nice. Got a big laugh. Funny guy. Can you what, op- at least open your fucking eyes? They can't tell that on radio. What are you radio. doing? They can't tell on the radio, so, so mate, it's fine. Sorry, have some coffee. Is that acceptable? No, no, no. No, 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 no the tea's no, kicking in. No, no. The tea is kicking in. I will walk out if you don't have some coffee. Because that is unacceptable. You will not walk out. That is unacceptable. You can't have your eyes closed. You can't moan about the... Me being rubbish, and then you walk out co- leaving me on my own. How's the how's the radio show going to be any better? Why are you you're walking out now? That's professional, Sean. How's that going to help? You're moaning that the radio show's unprofessional because I'm like falling asleep, and then you walk out. So now it's just left with me. What? How is that? How is that? Say what? Oh God. Movie news. So let's see what's, what else. That we don't need, Sean, do we? So I'm being told to keep talking. Oh yeah. Hang on, what's, is this Josh Brolin? Oh, I, oh, we can tell you about why Russell Crowe and Josh Brolin don't get on. So it was at a Film Critics Awards. After Sean Penn introduced him, Josh Brolin said, quite an actor, Sean Penn, and not an asshole like Russell Crowe. Oh, that's why he doesn't like him. See, see, it's working without you. We don't need you, Sean. That was great. Like, tweet in if you think that was good because I told you some stuff and I think I kept your concentration. Give me my coffee. And then Sean was basically realised that, you know, I was smashing it and he thought, well, I've got to go back in otherwise Mark's going to have a really good show. And then we realise... Fast and Furious spin-off could be getting a great new villain. Idris Elba is reportedly set to play the villain in Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Jason Statham's Fast and Furious spin-off. Idris Elba, is he... Uh... Come on. No. Oh, no, no, don't, don't no. do one on purpose. That's not Does that good. not make it OK if you do it? Because then it's like tongue-in-cheek, so is that not... Is that you, worse you, or... you want to be on radio no, purposefully mistaking the identity of two black actors. <laughs> no, I don't. Is that what you want to do? Well, Is that what you want to do? No, but you say it I like really that. think you the should have you some say coffee. Like I got Ryan Reynolds and Ryan Gosling mixed up and they're both white, so <laughs> I don't I think that's exactly the same. So if this comes out in the media, that will be my argument. That I've just tired. Thank you. <laughs> God. Next, next. This is a disaster. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, Nicholas Cage to play Spider-Man in spin-off movie. That's not true. Nicholas Cage to play Spider-Man in spin-off movie. What do you mean spin-off? Spin-off of what? He will voice Spider-Man Noir in the upcoming animated film. Ah, Spider-Man's meant to be young. Yeah. How's that going to work? Into the Spider-Verse is based around the comic book multiverse, which features different dimensions, each with their own Spider-Man. What? He's fallen, isn't he, Nicolas Cage? Doing that voice but, but of Spider-Man. He had like loads of troubles, and then he had to take loads of films on to sort of get himself out of financial. What bother, do you mean right? troubles? Didn't he? I don't know. Is he not lost all his money or something? I don't know. Allegedly, it's not even allegedly because I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but if I can't just say, what do you say, right? What's what do you say? Sure, stop it. <laughs> what do you say if 
Sean, Sean, basically, Sean took a big swig of coffee. I'm oh, really sorry. <laughs> Did you spit that out? There's coffee on the carpet. Oh, that's disgusting. Oh, you just spat coffee on the carpet. You said allegedly for no reason. <laughs> there is a reason. I can't just say he had gambling trouble when I don't know. <laughs> but the fact that I don't... Best that, allegedly. No, I know. No one's so alleging. What, so what can I say? <laughs> what what, what word is there for that? I, I think. What? I think. I think. Can I say that? Yeah. So when people say allegedly, can you not just say I think? <laughs> this doesn't mean the same thing. Because allegedly means... <laughs> Why do we always have trouble with this word? Oh my god! Pull yourself together, man! Okay. Oh. So, I think he took on a load of rubbish films just to make some money. Right. Because he had to. Yeah. Maybe he got divorced. He might have got divorced okay. and he had to pay for that. Yeah, oh, right. This is a new section of the show called Movie <laughs> News, which is where Mark guesses the news. Just guesses the reasons guessing the news. for people. Guessing the news. Okay, Nicholas Cage once blew $150 million on a private island and a dinosaur skull. Did that all come together? My God. He also sprung for a nine-foot-tall burial tomb. Sprang? What? what? He was sprung from from a nine-foot-tall burial tomb. Sprung? What does that mean? Like, like shot a, out? Look, like a cannon. I think our producers might be drunk, because there's and no way... And even bought shrunken pygmy heads. What is that? What's a shrunken pig... What's a big sh- pygmy head? <laughs> <laughs> Why are they shrinking pygmy heads? <laughs> <laughs> What's a pygmy head? Oh, that is. What is that? Oh my god, can you get that off our screen? What is that? Google pygmy heads now. It's like a prehistoric. Is it like a primitive? What is that? That was horrible. That's what I felt like when I got back from Ireland. <laughs> oh my god. That's looking oh a little my, bit like you, yeah. $150,000 on a pet octopus. This could be a book. So is of he, just stuff that Nicolas Cage has bought. So it, that is weird, isn't it? He spent yet another hundred and fifty thousand dollars on the first Superman comic. Oh, so he it, likes do, DC then? Do you know? Do you know he? <laughs> That's why he's doing Spider-Man's Spider-Man. Marvel. You. Oh piece. my God! Oh my God! I'm so God. tired. I'm so everything I say. Please just just disregard. Nicolas Cage was one. If you could Google a photo of Nicolas Cage dressed as Superman, because he was That's in the not news. Yes, he was in the Tim Burton Superman. They, there was going to be a Tim Burton Superman, and he was going to play Superman. Yeah. Also, allegedly. What? Is back. Cage also wants think? outbid. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly, Cage also wants outbid fellow actor Leonardo DiCaprio for a seventy million year old dinosaur skull. The two hundred and seventy six thousand. That's Mark O'Godding because our producer Natalie has sent through the picture of Nicolas Cage. Definitely Google that, guys, because that is what. That's not his hair, then, is it? So <laughs> well, he was just trying it out. That's not Why? what it's going to look like in the film. What do you mean? Obviously. What do you mean? You've got a Superman with long hair. But why has he got... What? Why is he... What do you mean he's trying it out? If it's not going to so, happen, why would he try it out? It's a costume fitting! But why would Honestly. he put that hair on if this, it's never going to happen? That is his hair! How long ago was that, then? How long ago was this? In the uh, uh, early, uh, late, late 90s, I think. I think it looks quite good. Why did that never happen? Do we know? Just loads of production great. problems. Yeah, it was in pre-production. Sounds a great idea. Like a Tim Burton-esque superhero thing. Has that happened before? Yeah, Batman in 1989. This is ridiculous. Oh, so that came Tim off Burton of Tim Burton oh, is the director so of sorry. Batman. <laughs> I am at my For worst. Fu- I, I really my, this... I knew that. I knew that. Why did I... Uh, this is getting out of control. It's so bad. <laughs> it's the worst you've ever... Because we call it film-ish, yeah. right? So that we can sort of get away with maybe not knowing everything and it can be a bit loose. This isn't even film This is ish. This is ish. <laughs> Hello, you're listening to ish. Mark guesses some shit. Good job, you're here. Bloody is. 
We've not even played a song. It's now time for a song. We're going to go with Gangster's Paradise by Coolio from the film... Uh, <laughs> Dangerous Minds. Oh, my God, they're right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Ah, you weren't expecting that, were you? No, because I thought the film was called Gangster's Paradise. <laughs> oh. No, I did. As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Gangster's Paradise there by Jay-Z. <laughs> that was, it, was a call, it was a callback to Mark, what Mark was doing. Stop trying to get me into trouble. <laughs> it's just because I'm tired. Yes, and okay. they were actors Sorry, in the same when era. Mark gets tired, he gets racist. <laughs> oh, my God. Please. Right, come on. What are we doing now? DVD review? It's, your t- it's DVD review. Yeah, that's your bitch. DVD or? review. Yes. DVD review. DVD review. How did you DVD this review. Bit? DVD review. 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 Last night at the cinema I went to watch The Purge The new Purge at the cinema It's called The First Purge Which is in the top chart So we'll talk about that later The top chart It's in the top chart What's wrong with that? What? What's wrong with that? The top chart No one's ever fucking called it The top chart It's in the top of the chart Pineapple Pineapple Top chart It's in the top chart It's in the top chart Everyone knows what I mean Oh is it Because the other films Are in the bottom charts You know there's league tables Like in football You absolute Banner. I'm offended. <laughs> so once I watched that, I went home and I thought a good DVD review to do would be of the original Purge. What's that called? Because the, the first, the, the, the first purge. purge is okay. The Purge, right? And I think there's two more after that which I haven't seen. The second Purge and the is third Purge. Well, the new one's called the First Purge. Yeah. But the first purge is called The Purge. <laughs> oh, <and that's> good. <laughs> so I watched The Purge. Yeah. The first purge. But, uh? <laughs> the first right, one on. that was made. Right, you watched the first one that was made. Yeah. But I watched the first purge first. And yeah. then I watched the first purge. <laughs> oh, I lost it! Coffee and chicken. Don't mix coffee and chicken. So I went home and I watched it on Netflix because no one watches DVDs now. Um, Well, hang on. What? What do you mean? What's the point of us doing this show then? We should do do Netflix ish. Well, we could. Netflix review we could do. Do you want to do that? Yeah, but you've got to do the the jingle with Netflix review, haven't you? Are you happy to do do that? that, Well, it's not. No one watches DVDs now, do they? It's like it's really a bit old, isn't it? Yeah, you're right. Stream review. Stream review! Stream review! Stream review! No, no! It's a stream review! <laughs> so basically, I, I, I got home really late last night and watched that, and I didn't get to bed till like three, so I haven't really written a proper review of it, but I thought we could talk about it anyway. Have you seen The Purge? No. The first Purge. That's the first one that was made, no. Yeah. I've seen no purges. Okay, do you know anything about it? No. Not really. Apart from the, the the posters are quite iconic. Lots of people with masks that mm. look like that mask that's in Watchmen. 
Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very good. Yeah. So basically, the idea is this is in the set in the future, which is actually only 2022, but this was... Four years' time. Yeah, but it was made 10 years ago, so they thought that was a bit into the future, if you know what I mean. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> so what's happened is they've reduced crime. Okay. It's like 1% of crime. Like a minority Everyone's report. happy. No murder. But what happens is one day a year, for 12 hours, there are no laws. It, wow. Throughout America. No law. You can murder. You can do anything for 12 Brilliant. hours. It's a great concept. I, thought, I don't know how I missed it. Like, I I've never seen that. that. What, I'm well up for that. Really? But also, hang on, I've just realised I could get murdered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, if you're yeah. out, so basically, I'll be out. I'll be dead you've got two instantly. options of people. So some people do the purge and they go out and they start doing yeah. the shit. Or, or your you, people you hide. hide. And, and this is great. It is so good. I have no idea what the critics thought of it or anything. We'll find out. We'll find out what Rotten Tomatoes Yeah. So, the, so with this first one, it's set. So this has been happening for about 10 years, I think. Or, uh, you know, so it's every year it happens. Yeah. All of America. And it's set in like a posh area town. and uh, Posh area town? Set area set in posh town. area town. <laughs> You're a dick. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> Ethan Hawke is the main guy, which is good. Ethan Hawke's in The Purge? Yeah. That's what I, I couldn't believe it. No idea. And his wife in it is Cersei from Game of Thrones. Remind me. Cersei. Cersei? The, Eve the Queen. The, oh! The, the, yeah, the one that had shit thrown at her through the street. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> so, uh, Braddock O'Connor, who's our guest, Promote the Bobbly Boys, he is from Game of Thrones. Oh, great. That's a nice link. Yeah. Well, sure. Anyway, so back to The Purge. So, Which got 38% <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes. The Purge, that's bad. By who? Critics. Is that critics or audience? Oh, it's got me critics. I think it, I, I'm going to go with critics on that the one. Thing with they, the thing with the, 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 do you know why? Why? I'll tell you why. They, because because the they've got so they've many sequels. Loads. Yeah, so yeah, they've yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Look at um, you get excited because yeah. you said something but, correct. But it's, it's a great concept, but the idea kind of, a lot of this stuff, it's like a, this one's like a home invasion sort of film. So it's all set in this Ethan Hawke's house, basically. And he's in charge of like creating security systems. <laughs> what are you laughing at? What are you laughing at? <laughs> the audience rating is lower than the critics it's rating. It's not, and I liked it. <laughs> You've got terrible taste. Well, we know that. <laughs> I can't believe that. But why have they made so many? They got thirty six percent. Okay, thirty six percent. But how much did they make at the box office then? Because they must have made loads. To, to four films they've made out of it. Yeah. And it's a great idea. You said that. It sounded great. I think it's good. Okay. So anyway, so even I reckon Hawks, it's a cult film. Maybe. Mm. So Ethan Hawke's character is in charge of selling like security systems to houses. So basically, you set it up, and then for the twelve hours, security system comes down. Everyone's locked in. They're safe, right? Yeah. But this year, he's got a son and a daughter. The son sees it on the cameras like a, a guy, a homeless man, running and like hurt, and saying, "Please help me! Please help me!" Because obviously, people are chasing him. And he opens the security system, lets this guy in. And then the people chasing him know that they've done that, and they basically come up to Ethan Hawke's house and say, "Right, you need to let this guy out so we can kill him, yeah, or we're gonna break in and then kill you all." So it's this conflict of, do they do the right thing, look after the guy that they've sort of saved, but at risk? Yeah, of, yeah, yeah. So that's basically it. It's like a home invasion. Get rid of him, sort of thing. Obviously. Well, that's absolutely get rid of him. Well. But how can you? How do you know they definitely won't kill you? Because they can uh, kill anyone. Yeah, no good point. And it's seen as like purging is like apparently it's like cleansing the soul. So you kill someone, it's like cleansing your soul. Anyway, so I've just told you about the film. I haven't done any jokes. No, it's fine. Um, it's great. Well, it's good. It's good because we're going to be talking about the first. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just think about the first one. <laughs> it made $89.3 million against a $3 million budget, becoming the lowest budgeted film to finish first at the box office since 1988. I wonder what that was. Oh, we That's amazing. That, that is amazing. That's what I mean. So why is that? So it's, oh, so basically people go to it, they like the, the sell of the idea, but they didn't like it when they watched it. What? So it made money at the box office because people went and saw it, right? Yeah. But then they said on Rotten Tomatoes they didn't like it. But you don't know if you're going to like it well, until you no, see it. Well, no, because the peop- it's, if it made eight or nine, if, if, if Solo yeah. made $89.3 million, yeah. it would be a huge disappointment. Yeah. Right? But because it only costs $3 yeah. million, that's a lot. So not a lot of people actually have to like it if they keep the budget down. Yeah. And do you reckon Ethan Hawke took most of that money? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but there you go. So great. And Come on. Um, yeah okay so um, and then we've got to do Daddy Ward's movie pitch yeah sorry so murder is legal and they show footage of people killing people put lots of people having a stab at it was that meant to be a joke yeah okay uh, it was just a rhythm, uh, the so, so, so the, yeah it's because I haven't written the jokes properly I'm just winging it okay so some of the guys that are breaking into the house yeah. they're like really hyper so hang on so really something. what we're doing is ideas for jokes and not jokes we'll see so these they're really hyper so it's like they're on cocaine and I thought well at school it's like when you're at school because when you misbehave you have to do lines that's a better joke yeah at one point they're going around the house and they're so hyperactive these killers that they like give them the piggyback you mother <laughs> yawning do it away from the mic having to go at me for falling asleep he's like you're, I didn't yawn you're putting me asleep and I've got coffee well I I had homework to do you don't have to do homework for this <laughs> I've got nothing on that yeah you're right <laughs> so she's giving him a piggyback when they go around the house yeah. and I thought they got a bit carried away she got carried away that would have been better and I was thinking if it's happened in London and you wanted to hide oh no I messed that up God. Uh, it, no, okay if you're in Hund- London and you didn't want people to find you yeah you probably go to Hyde Park that's good, I like that. Yeah, yeah, but I can't say. I said Hyde Park. Oh, it doesn't work because there's loads of people but in Hyde what Park. What would you do? Would see. This is what I want to know. Is what but would... Hyde Park's round. Well, yeah, but it's just a, the word place. Right? I know, I just. I know. What would you do? Kill you. Well, that's the thing. People go and find their bosses and they're allowed to do that. Like, that's half like the. Would you idea. kill Natalie, our producer? No. No. Would she kill you? Would you kill Mark? No, you wouldn't. No, no one would kill you. I think they might. No, who would kill you? It's just people that want to kill people. No, but surely it's going to be a personal vendetta, isn't it? Oh, well, some of them don't. Oh, some people just want yeah, to kill... Yeah, they're oh. crazy people. And Do you know what? If I'm going to be honest with you, <clears throat> yeah. I think if it was legal to murder, I would have... <laughs> criminal record? I know oh, you wouldn't. Our producer has just said, I'd kill this DVD review and go to Danny's movie pitch. Unbelievable. Um, not very this, nice. No, it's it? really rude. Not good for our confidence either. Uh, can can you really... ask me the question again? Who would you kill? Natalie. Okay, can I tell you who I, I think I would have killed if it was legal? Oh, I weird. definitely in my time would have killed someone eating an apple on the train. I don't think there's anything in life that makes me more angry. Which is bad for them because an apple a day keeps it's the doctor away, doesn't it? So the doctor wouldn't be able to come and... Very good. Thanks. But I definitely would have just shot them. Just like, sorry, you can't... Bang. Would you? No, I would have just temper. You, and you reckon you could kill someone if it was allowed? If, if you were allowed on that day, I definitely would have shot someone eating an apple on a train. <laughs> Fact. <laughs> no, but it's legal, so yes. you can't judge me. I did. Uh, do, I did do it when it was illegal. No, no. So leave me alone. Yeah. Let's talk to Danny. Time for Danny's movie pitch. He's got quite a lot to live up to, actually. Hello, Danny. 
Hi, boys. You're right. Mark was just saying you've got a lot to live up to. What would you mean by that? Because the purge idea is a really good idea. So you coming off of that, you've got you got to, uh, you know have a good game, Danny. I'm sorry. The what idea? The purge. Have you seen the purge? The first one. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the first purge? Well, was that my idea? Was it? No, no it's a, a film, film called The right. Purge. Have you seen it? No, you're obviously not. No, I mean, I know of it. There's a Rick Morty there episode is. about it as well. There is. Ah. That's true. Danny, you're going to pitch us a movie, and uh, depending on how good myself and Mark think it is, we will either greenlight that film or not. Are you ready? I am. Your two minutes will start when, the, uh, the, when you're in the lift. Danny's elevator pitch. Well, it's pretty obvious. No, wait. There's only one... There. <laughs> oh. Well, it's pretty obvious there's only one thing on everyone's mind this week. We celebrate the 90th anniversary of sliced bread. But who came up with the idea of such a simple addition to such an ancient foodstuff? The year is 1912. The place, Davenport, Iowa. An Otto Roadwetter has just invented the first loaf-at-a-time bread slicer. This is great. He is thrilled. The income from this machine will allow him to pay for the extensive nursing his sick child Margaret will need, having been diagnosed with a pox. However, mm. disaster strikes as a fire breaks out in the factory where he was manufacturing his machine. And his prototype and blueprint are destroyed. Poor Otto is beside himself, and it is only the love and support of his wife, Carrie, that pulls him through. She encourages him to seek the funding needed to build another prototype. We see Otto and his wife attempt to raise the funds with bake sales, cakes, and hand-sliced sandwiches. But they must think bigger and decide to employ the services of a sinister former baking company executive, Artie Whitstable. <laughs> Carrie was always distrustful of him, and lo and behold, just as the money has been raised to begin building the new machine, the blueprints disappear along with Artie, who was last seen racing to the US patent office in New York. What happens now is a race against time, as Otto must manufacture the machine before Artie has time to convince the patent office that it is his idea. With no time to recreate the blueprints, Artie must build this machine from scratch, from memory. Will he do it? Hell yes, he will. And he even goes so far as to improve it on the fly, as the machine he produces not only slices bread, but wraps it too for freshness. Mm -hmm. This is the ultimate depiction of innovative achievement and American know-how encased in a beautiful story of love and endeavor. As soft and pleasing as a King's Mill loaf, I give you the greatest thing. The, the what, the what? They can't, they tings, he can't. No, I want to know what it was called. The greatest thing. The greatest thing since sliced bread. Well, you know, I got that. You fuck. Oh, you said that like you've worked it out. Oh, since sliced bread. I thought you were being an idiot. No, I liked the title. Yes, great. Although the with, with this film, it's the greatest thing since sliced and wrapped bread. Yeah. <laughs> That's not catchy, is it? Not catchy. Not, not catchy. You've ruined. Too many words in it. You've ruined it, Danny. <laughs> no, no. Can I just say this is semi autobiographical. I went on Wikipedia, so a lot of the names oh, it's a bio and pick. a lot of the dates are real, yeah. That means a better sell, actually, if it is true. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There was a film about a woman that invented the Hoover? No. Yeah, that was big, yeah. It was an Oscar nominated, wasn't it? What was it? that? Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence. Lawrence invented the... Um, the, 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 the duster? No, the Hoover. What was the, it? The duster. I think Henry Hoover invented the Hoover, but I might be confusing <laughs> that with the Hoover called Henry. Uh, oh. <laughs> what, what did Natalie say? What was Joe. it? The mop, the mop, the mop. The mop. A uh, mop, a mop so that fixes itself. I'd rather watch a film about the guy that invented sliced bread. Yeah, How and if it goes they... well, I've got the sequel all sorted as well. Go on. Inventor of automatic pop-up toasters. 
which thrived after the invention of sliced bread. Of course it did. Yeah. You couldn't fit them in before. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Do you know what? I've had such a heavy four days that I was genuinely thinking, how did they make toast before sliced bread? <laughs> that's terrible, isn't it? I mean, they used to slice bread. Well, they, they would just, just cut it. it. Yeah, I know yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> right. That's interesting. So, what's sliced bread? about getting the um, regimented thickness of the slice before you could actually invent a toaster, you know? Otherwise, they wouldn't fit in, I guess. So, when they say the best reason is sliced bread, so when people used to slice bread manually, that doesn't count? No. No. Oh. You're joking. I've never thought I about it. I can't believe it. I've never thought about it. I, that is not the greatest so thing since slicing bread. People weren't just eating loaves of bread. <laughs> I know. You, but, but, yeah, but I, hadn't, I hadn't thought about it. Oh my wow, god. Wow, it's affecting everyone in different ways. Danny, Sean's been calling me names all day today. I've called, called me a yogurt, I'm a spanner, and a, and a pineapple. pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> I actually like this. Well, I think it would probably be, probably make a better documentary. I'm going to yeah. give you the money if you go make it as a documentary. Okay. No, good. I'm going to give you the money if you make it as a film. So you're going to go with? I'll probably go with a film. Yeah, fair enough. Oh. That's the one you wanted to make. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Danny. Well, we'll speak to you <laughs> in two weeks. Really thought about it. Thank, thank you for coming on. Talk about the greatest thing. Thank you. Yes, bye, see ya. The greatest thing there by Danny Ward coming soon <laughs> to a cinema. Near you, it's time for a song. We're gonna go with Nothing's Gonna Stop Us Now. I'm trying to find what film it's from. Nothing's Gonna Stop Us Now from Mannequin uh, in, in 1987 by oh. Starship. Nothing's going to stop us now from God, the film really, Mannequin by Starship. You really, you really feel like nothing will stop you when you listen to that song. <laughs> oh you God. really do. She gets so into it, doesn't she? Would you listen to that before a gig? Nothing's going... Oh, you could do that, actually. Yeah, that's a good one. Did you ever listen to music to yeah, get we, psyched we up spoke, for a gig? We have spoken yeah, about what, what, Did you used to listen to? You're just going to moan because it's quite Moan? <laughs> you're the best <laughs> around. Moan, <laughs> keep you down. You're the best You used around. to listen to it before a gig. It's a pathetic, bit, yeah. isn't it? What did you... What did you? There was one called Link by David Bowie oh, no right. David Bowie called um, well you know what it's called uh, the, the Dancing Shoes one Red Shoes what's that got to do Shoes Let's why, Dance why did you listen to that because yeah, it's just such an uplifting song uh, and then what happened is I did the Laughing Horse semi-final uh, when I was uh, Lyric Comedy and, uh, I was on first Course, yeah. Died so hard that I can never listen to the song again. I hate it when it comes on. Really? It just gi- it gives me back that feeling of when I died in uh, Wimbledon. So, okay, let's take a look at the UK box office top <laughs> three. <laughs> UK box office <laughs> top, 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 top three, 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 three. <laughs> I only did one quote from a film, which is I'm Batman. Free. Freedom! What are we Brave doing? Heart. UK Box Office Top 3, we just did a jingle free, for it, you free, absolute free, free. piece of ham. Free. That's going to be my new thing, is I'm just going to call you different foods. <laughs> so, in at number three, Oceans 8. This is Oceans film for ladies. Well, for men as well, I suppose, but with ladies in it. Yeah, we, we spoke about Can it last time. you say lady? Is that pervy? What, with, 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 with ladies. <laughs> lovely lady. Oh, what a lovely uh, lady. Uh, so there's eight ladies. There's eight. Eight women or eight ladies? Eight women. The toilets. You have the gents and you have the, the, ladies. the ladies. Yeah. Okay. 
Upon her release from prison, Debbie, the estranged sister of legendary command Danny Ocean, puts together a team of unstoppable crooks to pull off the heist of the century. We spoke Their about this goal- last week. I know, but I'm recounting! Recounting? Yeah. There's eight. It's in the title. You don't need to recount. Their goal is New York City's annual Met Gala and a necklace worth in excess of $150 million. You saw the film? I did, yeah. What did you say? What it's did entertaining, you think? yeah. And, but there's, well, actually, you didn't let me talk about that much last week. Well, last that's because we were running behind time. Yeah, yeah. So running behind time? Running behind out of time. time. Running out of time. Come both. On. Both. Running behind time? I think if you, you can run behind time. I don't think you run behind. You can be what, running late. You, running behind. You're running behind. behind. Running That's behind. what you say. I'm running behind. You don't say I'm, I'm running behind, behind time. time. Oh, time! I'll catch you. Yeah, but the ending annoyed me. I, t- I think I briefly said that last week. I, I really, I thought I enjoyed it. I like a heist film. And James Corden annoyed you. Annoyed not, a lot not, of people. Not even his. No, no. I think they're probably annoyed that, uh, with his performance. I thought it was absolutely fine. What was wrong with the his character, performance? There's nothing wrong. With, I'm saying I don't think there was anything wrong with his performance. The character. Was it was an insurance person investigating the crime? Oh yeah, where's the police? That. There's no police, and if a police got involved, they'd definitely have caught them. Right, it's so obvious. Okay, mental. Sixty-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes, presumably from critics. Seems to be doing all right. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. they're good. Good act. Tritters. Okay, in at number. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you have to say. Actors. Actors. They yeah. are actors. Can you, you can't say actresses. Me and you. Heard... Me and you spoke to an actor who had a show, female actor, yes. and we asked her, yeah. and she said she'd prefer actor. So I think we should take yeah. her word on it. What? What are you say? Nothing. No, nothing. Why are you looking at me funny? I'm not looking at you funny, Sean. In at number two, <laughs> the first purge <laughs> after the rise of a third political party. The new. Well, do you want to explain it? I I've got the synopsis here. I've got the synopsis here. Yeah. Let's hear your synopsis versus. This synopsis. Do me to go first? The Do I want you to go first? Yeah, I, I suppose I have to go first, otherwise I can copy that one. Yeah. So we know about the Purge well. This is the first Purge, but it's the fourth movie. Installment. Installment of the franchise. Word. Yeah. It's an experiment. Being the first Purge, some scientists have said, well, if we do this thing where everyone can commit crimes, overall, that is going to make the country better. They limit it to an island. Of near, what's the, is it Coney Island? What's the one in New York? Staten. Staten Island? Is that the one? Yes. So they limit it to there. And it just so happens that that's quite a poor area. And that's kind of the vibe that are, are they just trying to get the poor people to kill each other to sort of reduce those sort of people so it's a bit of that vibe it's mainly a black cast is similar to Black Panther I thought it was quite it was brilliant. I've not heard about that. That's not a no. like a se- like a selling. No, that's but tool. that's what Is I it? picked up on. Isn't okay, it? I think it's good. It's, cool. You know, it's a really yeah. good film. All black cast, pretty much, except the bad guys and they're all white. Oh, that's a shame, isn't it? <laughs> Why? Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> not fair. It's based around the characters. You see one guy who's like a crazy guy, and you think, oh, he's just going around killing everyone. That's kind of what he does. There's like a drug dealer, like the main guy in that area. Yeah. But he's actually a nice guy. He's portrayed as he's a good dude. He's nice just in drug a, dealer. Yeah, yeah. Which is odd, but he just shows good sides which to him. Which drug? I think it's probably coke, but I don't Ooh, know. They didn't actually. Bad drug. They didn't actually specify. Yeah. And then there's this girl who's against the purge. So there's people like. With, placard saying don't do the purge yeah yeah so she's also in there she's running away from people yeah it's all chaotic yeah and that in this one they pay people to, to to participate so it's like a scientific experiment so they pay them and it's so poor people are taking the money and going around and the more people you kill the more money you why are people paying people oh. the government they want to do this experiment to see whether it's worth doing which okay you know with the previous films yeah the first purge first purge that was made yeah, yeah. that it worked 
Okay. And this is just the story of the first experiment, the first 12 hours. I really enjoyed it, and it made me go and watch the oh, first one. it's a prequel. One. The first one? Yeah, of course it's a prequel. No. It's the first Purge. That's what we've been talking about. Oh, what God. did you think it was? Well, I just wasn't concentrating. Yeah, what do you mean the first Purge would be? I don't know. I just had it th- <laughs> I had it thought. I don't know. Okay, yeah, so it's a prequel. It's After the rise of a third political party, the new founding fathers of America, an experiment is conducted. No laws for 12 hours on Staten Island. No one must stay during the experiment, yet there is $5,000 for anyone who does. Yeah. It's like I watched the prequel first. I actually watched it in order, really, technically. Would you? Is it I'm better watch to ones. watch... For anyone that hasn't seen the Purge... Should they watch the first purge? Oh no. Oh, fuck. <laughs> 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 or should they watch the, the first purge that was made first? I'd say watch it in the order it's meant to be, that they made it. They made it. I'd say do that. Like you would but, do but it didn't affect it. Like, you can go to cinema and watch this first, and it won't matter. And I enjoyed it, and it made me really want to go and watch the others. And they're very different. Very different. Different, so you, different vibe of a film. Are you going to watch two and three? I will watch the others. No, two and three, yeah. Okay. But it's the f- this new one yeah. that's just come out is very a lot grittier. It's quite intense, gritty. Okay. Whereas the other one is actually creepier. Like the original. Which the other one? The original, the original one, purge. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I enjoyed it. I'll give it three and a half murders. Would you seriously not kill anyone if you could? No. You're not going to get in trouble? What, now or if I do it? So you're allowed yeah. to kill so there's not someone that really annoyed you? No, but I don't... No, of course not. I don't want to kill anyone. Just getting annoyed on transport? Yeah, but I want to kill them. Oh, my God. Sorry. Does that make me a bad person? Yes. For wanting to kill someone eating yes. an apple loudly on a train? Yes. Oh, That's no. makes you a really, really bad person, Sean. I don't think it does. The person eating an apple is the bad person. I'm the victim. I'm just seeking revenge. Um, In at number one, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Yeah. Weekend box office take £1.3 million, 50% on Rotten Tomatoes. We've Ooh. talked about this. Go on. I just thought I'd bring up what that I sent you that thing yesterday about oh, it's boy. the worst box office in like six years or oh, something. Oh, yeah. The worst, worst box office takings. Yeah. Yeah, in six years. Probably yeah. because of the weather and the football and all that sort World of stuff. World Cup, weather, yeah. and Netflix. Yeah. Interesting. That's it. You could have done that in movie news. Movie news? Yeah. You was tired in movie news. All right, we've woken up. Yes. I'm feeling a bit... You're pa- shouting at me. I'm feeling a bit panicky because of that coffee. So, Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom, I hated it. I give it two dinosaurs out of five. Yeah, I, I said three, uh, I think. Just, just a mess. I, I found it a mess. So, fine. Dude, you can't have a radio show what? where you literally just talk over... That was two people talking. But we've heard it the last few weeks. No one wants to hear us talk about it's that It's a again. recap! Wow. By the way, recap was what I was meant to say earlier, not recap. <laughs> I know, I thought that. <laughs> it's I, a recap! Yeah. Fine. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes to what? <laughs> yes, carry what on. What are you saying? Get on with it. Right. Okay, so I talk to Brennick now. I hope our guest isn't listening to this. Uh, he is listening. You can hear what a disaster this has been today. Can uh, you not have chicken next week? I'm not going to... Look yeah, what it does to you. I won't talk to him. And I won't go to Ireland for four days <laughs> with my mates. <laughs> Here is our guest actor, Brennick O'Connor, who will be starring in the film Bromley Boys. Hello, Brennick. Hello. How are you? I'm good, how are you? The show's been a, a bit of a mess, but a bit of a disaster, to be honest, because what happens, we film or, or record another show, and in between the shows, we go and have a big chicken that, <laughs> that we eat, and then it puts us into a bit of a coma. So this might be a bit of a disaster, this interview. I do apologise in advance. No worries. Our producer said that she spoke to you at 9.30 this morning, and it, uh, clearly woken you, and actually there was a chance that you might have been hungover. Is this true? Well, I was woken by the phone call, but I wasn't hungover. <laughs> oh! Did, no, did it annoy you? Why did you do take the call so early? Why was that organised for s- such an early time, half nine? 
have no idea. Oh, oh right. so, so self-producer's been annoying. Oh, next time just refuse. Don't do half nine, mate. Just don't answer. I feel really bad for waking you up now. No, not at all, it's all good. Okay, so you're here to discuss the Bromley Boys, which is out now in cinemas across the UK. Well, you know, you're, you're awake now. Do you want to tell us what the film's about? Yeah, the film is about Bromley FC, oh. which in 1969 was the worst football team in England. Wow. Um, they went through a, se- a season of winning, I think, three games. And it's basically the story of Dave Roberts, who is my character and is a real guy who wrote the book, The Bromley Boys. Oh, wow. Um, and about his unrequited love of this team. And we've taken the book and we've adapted it to make it into the film. And we've added a drama, which following a bad football team didn't really have. Oh, OK. Uh, so it's ba- it's, is, it, is it still, has it got enough truth in it that it's allowed to say based on a true story? Or has it been changed enough that you can't do that? It has, but for a safety net, we've made it based on a true story and some rumours. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. Nice. Nice, yeah. loophole. I think it sounds um, great. But all of the match stats are true. We stay very true to the history of the time. But in terms of storytelling devices, we took little liberties, which make it a more interesting film. And are you a football fan yourself? I'm not, but I am for the World Cup. I, every four years, I get really into it. And then once that's over, I couldn't care less, really. <laughs> Fair enough. Did you have to play football in this? No, I'm a spectator. You're just a spectator? Yeah. Did anyone have to play football? That's such a stupid question. Of course they did. Of course CGI. No, we did all the footballing posts, it's all CGI. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so are Bromley FC still about? They are, yeah. And they actually played at Wembley in the finals of, of the non league finals the week before we premiered there. So it was a really. Oh, wow. Weird nice. That it was the first time Bromley had been to Wembley in like 30 years or something ridiculous like that. And oh, that's awesome. Two things on the same week. Brilliant. Now, as we've got you here, what we want to know is if you. Cause we're talking about the first purge. Have you seen the first purge? As in the new one that's out, not the one that was released first? No, I've not seen any of them. I've been meaning to, but I've not seen them. Is there anyone you'd kill? <laughs> Can we say that? Could, would you? Because what it is, is there's a day in the year you're allowed to kill someone, and is that yeah? Who would you? Who would you go for? Marx wouldn't kill anyone. I, I, I said I, don't think I, I would. I said I, I think I by now would have killed someone eating an apple on a train. Uh, I think Sean, okay. you're the person I'm most likely to push me to the edge. That's true. I think if I was going to kill someone, it'd probably be someone I didn't know, like a chance meeting, just so that I wouldn't have to feel the repercussions of it. Oh, like emotional repercussions. I know there's no lawful. Thing, but, like, someone you two randomly. are making me feel really bad about killing this no, bloke no, on the I train think, with I an think apple. I that's quite bad. Just kill someone random. Just hungry. <laughs> Come on, let him have his apple. Oh, it's <laughs> such an annoying noise. Let him have his and apple. Also, it's such an annoying noise, and it's also healthy. So it's reminding me that I'm not having fruit. So it's making me also feel bad about my own diet. You actually killed Jon Snow, didn't you? Oh, spoiler. What are you doing? You spoiler. can't just say... Spoiler! Mate, oh, no, spoiler. What the fuck spoiler. are you doing? Spoiler, spoiler. There are Can people... Can say spoiler that, afterwards? Oh, my if God. You haven't, if you haven't watched it yet, you don't deserve to... Like, okay. That, that's ages ago. Oh. That's ages ago. What have you... T- I, think, I think the rule for spoilers is once a year has passed, you're allowed to talk about okay. it. Okay. Yes. So I think we're all safe. Were you excited when you got told that you were going to do that? Or did you know straight away when you took the part? No, I, I auditioned for a one-episode appearance. Oh, wow. Series four, and then they wrote me in for three years. Wow. That's a humble brag, isn't it? That's <laughs> I was just doing. I was just doing one episode, and I was so good. <laughs> Brilliant! That's amazing. That's such a big part. Um, like, so yeah, I, I had no idea what the character was because he's not in the book. He's one of the only few characters, about five characters in the show, that aren't in the book. 
Oh, oh wow! I could do anything with my character. That's a good bit of trivia. Um, mm. I got to the end of series five. We shoot them in two episode blocks, shooting episode seven and eight, and I got the scripts through for nine and ten. Oh my god! And people have been dropping hints that I had a big storyline at the mm. end of series five, but no one had said anything specific. And as soon as I read it, that I is sort of went, insane. Yeah, wow. I am dying. I am definitely dying at some point soon. Live after that. Are you going to watch the final series? Season? Of course, I'm a huge fan of it. I'm, I love the show. Amazing. So many, like, I, I actually auditioned for it and I got down to the last two for the, uh, it's a really small part where a bloke is spreading a rumour about Cersei. He's like telling a story in a pub and then that big monster bodyguard of hers like uh, yeah. cuts his head off. Oh yeah. That, yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. got down to the last two. I've, I've had mates who have auditioned for seven different parts and still not got in. Everyone's desperate to be in it. Yeah. Have you ever? I'm not, got such a buzz. I'm not sure you would have been in the same scenes, but I've got a friend called Richard Rycroft. Did you work with him? He's, he's like a maester or something in it, or would that not have been in the same? No, I don't think. I don't part. think that's my storyline. That's the thing is because it's such a huge. Yeah. Piece, spoken to like mates of mine, and they're like, "Oh, how's Peter Dinklage?" And I'm like, well, I wouldn't know. I've never met him. So I'm That's just so weird, isn't it? You just assume you're doing something in Croatia, and I'm filming in Belfast, and then yeah. he's filming in, like, it's Aye. a beast. That's what the producers refer to it as. It's a massive beast that you need to tame. You need to try and control this massive thing, so you never meet yeah. everyone. That's insane. Wow. So, big question for you. Ryan or Ryan? Which Ryan would you sleep with? Gosling or Reynolds? Reynolds. Yes! Reynolds. Reynolds, no, Reynolds always wins. People love Reynolds. Reynolds is the boy. He's, he's, he's the boy. Yeah, he is, nice. and he's funny, isn't he? As well, charming. Yeah. He'd make you laugh afterwards, wouldn't he? Yeah, he's more likely to get me there. Oh, yeah. Get me into bed. You know what I mean? I need some charm to get me into bed. <laughs> <laughs> and love that film. Actually, it's the time of the show where you tell us oh, the yeah. film that you love. Actually, it's, a, it's the guilty pleasure. What have you got? I mean, people seem to hate it, and I don't understand why. Spider-Man Three. Oh, that is awful! It's Which one's brilliant. that? Is that with the octopus man? No, it's Which the one, one where he's, he goes oh, emo. Yeah. He goes um, oh, I don't like that one. Emo. Either. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, emo I... Peter is the best with his little Saturday night trot down the high school. Yeah. It's a brilliant film. I'm not sure I even I watched it. it was, and it was the thing that started this whole idea of more than one super villain in a film oh yeah which, what? which unintentionally inspired the MCU I think is that this idea that you can take different characters and put them together so I think it's not given enough credit that it's wow. like, it may not be the best film but it's to blame for the entire Avengers storyline so you've really thought about this thank I've, you I've defended it enough times great oh well Brennan look thank you for coming on the show and I ju it just says here on your bio that I didn't know this that you can also be found on YouTube covering songs as a singer guitarist really yeah I've, cool. I've taken some of the ones off YouTube but <laughs> I've got my own stuff now on SoundCloud oh nice out as well, yeah. Oh, cool. We'll check it out. Thank you, Brennick, for coming on the show, and yeah, Cheers. good luck with the film. Cheers, thanks very much. Take care, mate. Thanks, mate. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Brennick O'Connor there, lovely bloke. Probably boys can <laughs> be seen out now in the cinemas around the UK. Well, Why are looking at me confused? No, it's Batman, there's bad guys. I was going to say it's Batman Returns was the first one, Catwoman and a Penguin.
Yeah, well, actually, if you actually really go, the original Batman the movie the has all the characters oh, in it. Oh, why didn't you say that to him? Well, I didn't want to make him look bad. I think we need to crack on. He was a lovely man. Really nice. Really nice. Yeah, I liked him. Okay, so, well, that's all from us. This has been the Ish show. Yeah. yeah. Filmish show. Uh, check fun. out our sister show, News Ish. Similar, but about the Can news. Rate, go on and uh, subscribe on your iTunes rate. And, and rate it. All That'd that nonsense. We did have a review I was going to read. Oh, yeah. Well, no one ever five likes stars. that bit. We got five stars from someone in Germany. There you go. Lovely. That's it. Really, we'll speak mm. to you in a couple of weeks. Cut. That's the film. I always what? nearly forget what? to play Brennan's song. Oh yeah. Oh my god! It's Where Is My Mind by the Pixies from the film. Is it from a film? Is it from a film? That's from Fight Club. If you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes.